0: Hello star lovelies, it's a great time to be a soul. Today we're talking about astrology does create the number 1 movie that predicts your future. Saltburn is trending by word of mouth, captivating audience and growing in appeal. Everyone's fascinated by the macabre twists and turns. Saltburn is obsession and lust. It's power and control. It's sex and death. It's everything so uncomfortable that you just can't look away. And guess what? I've just described the underbelly of Pluto. Pluto, who's front and center for 2024. Pluto, whose opportunity only comes after you go through the dark side of hell. Pluto, who's determining your next 20 years, even as you listen to this podcast. Are you committed to your own healing, your success and your desires? If so, Pluto helps you so much. If not, he's the descent into hell. So you are creating, whether you're a hero or a victim. So let's start first with Pluto, going through timing, and how in 2024, Mars is going to be slapping and poking and prodding, And then I want to talk about what it means from the perspective of 2008 to 2043, because that will give you some insight as to where you're situated. And then I do absolutely want to go through your intuitive success type and how Pluto can be really positive for you or really negative, just to give you some idea. And if you haven't taken my 12 question quiz, go ahead hit pause and go to your yourstarmapforsuccess.com and you can take the quiz there and you will get your results. And it will be really insightful for you because being able to wear Pluto is not easy. So any sort of information that you can get that will help you navigate is going to only prop you up to be able to get through this era. So, Pluto, we got a little bit of a glimpse in 2023 between March and June of what Pluto in Aquarius feels like because Pluto hasn't been in Aquarius for about 250 years. So there's no one alive that has experienced that that energy. But we did get a glimmer just for a few months. So think back to what was going on with you. I know with most people that I've spoken with, they ha- they've gone through major shifting or they had some epiphanies, they got some things situated and they spent the rest of 2023 kind of putting things in place to better situate themselves for it this year. So whatever was your truth, that is what you can um, imagine revisiting. The other tie in is going back to 2020, because 2020 was all about integrity. And we can remember, yes, we can remember, you know, pandemic and all the things. However, when we look at it, we had to get really clear on our priorities. And we got to choose whether we did the right thing, whether when no one was looking or not. And when I talk about integrity, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about aligning your mind, heart, and will. I'm talking about stepping onto your life mission and being able to propel you towards your destiny. This is Plutonian. Pluto doesn't just, I mean, I start off by talking about movies because, yes, that that is out in the collective. That is what we're willing to engage with. But that's not the depths of the god of hell the god of hell is going to go and he's going to help you retrieve your soul this is soul level business and so when we look at 2024 and we feel experience live with the energies it's much different than having this maybe it's down a few years or maybe it's over to the side or maybe it's not such a big deal we are wrangling with this energy even as we speak now technically depending on when you're listening, Pluto is re-entering Aquarius on January 21st of 2024, staying there until September 2nd, having a brief sojourn into Capricorn until November 19th, which then Pluto stays in Aquarius until March of 2043. So this is why I keep talking about 2024 being the time that you are setting yourself up for the next 20 years. And so when we experience 2024, just knowing those those dates is helpful. Um, I'm going to be talking about what Pluto and Aquarius, the positive and the negative, feel like and look like in both Aquarius and Capricorn, so you can get a little bit more information. Before we do that, I do want to mention that Mars is going to be wrangling with Pluto this year. And that happens. Mars and Pluto have a dance every other year. You know, we're used to it. However, we've never experienced this dance with Pluto being an Aquarius and so super cuspy at the very, very, very tip of it. And so then Mars is at the very tip of it as well on, on Valentine's Day, as a matter of fact, on September, I mean, excuse me, on February 14th. And so we get this, glimpse, glimmer, kiss, pause, head smack, dope slap, whatever, whatever we're going to feel on Valentine's Day as these two, the God of hell and the God of war, ignite another cycle. And we feel this pulling and pushing and tugging and wrangling until November 3rd when they reach opposition and they pull us at the Farthest park that they possibly can. So we're we're in for it. And that's okay because we chose to be here at this time. You know, I start every podcast by saying it's a good time to be a soul. And it is true. I even say it's a great time to be a soul. We chose to be here. Triggers, wounding, all the healing that's available. And so. When we look at the triggering and we look at our, you know, taking a bow or taking a blow or on bended knee, it's because Pluto wants us to retrieve ourselves and live in wholeness with limitless love. In order to be able to do that, the positive side of Pluto in Capricorn is the great work. So there's the expertise, the mastery, the being aligned with your life and soul mission, your role in the world. On the negative side of that, it's tyrannical dictator. It's the destruction of yourself. It's the destruction of all institutions. It's, It's saying you set up something and the integrity of it is lacking. So I'm going to show it to you by bringing it all up to the surface, and then I'm going to destroy it all. So you get the opportunity to rebuild it in the way that you originally intended. Now this energy has been going on since 2008 when Pluto entered into Capricorn, and so think about think about the world since 2008. There was a you know complete dissolution of financial um, structures. We're looking at political dissolution. We're looking at tyrannical direct dictators. We're looking at you know everything being pulled out at the roots and swept into chaos. And so these things were hidden. That's what Pluto does. Pluto makes things obvious that are formerly hidden. So when Pluto's in Aquarius, the positive side of it is absolutely luscious. It is the discovery of genius. It's freedom. It's independence. It's quality and innovation it's reinvention it's the ability to break free from conditioning or any ways that you feel repressed or trapped it's the not consensus building or complacency it's the opposite of that it's the it's the dissolution of that it's the tenacity and the commitment and the power and the reserve and the resources and the willingness to be able to break apart those things that no longer work when you look at the negative aspects of Pluto being in Aquarius, it's it's almost a dispassionate rebellion. It's a revolution, but with very narcissistic tendencies. It's the change for change's sake and not caring about any unexpected consequences. And then there's like this vac, power vacuum that's get created that just anything fills it up. And there's this, this absolute um, striving to belong, to go with the trends and like-mindedness almost without any sort of individual mind. Now, when you look at Pluto in purity, just Pluto's energy itself, The positive side is fearlessness, and it's reaching the true empowerment. It's like riding this wave of transformation. It's intensity, it's wealth, it's riches, catalytic change, and it's the phoenix rising. When you look at the negative aspects of Pluto, it's pure destruction, coercion, obsession, narcissism, death, waste, virus, power greed, power hungry, ruthlessness. And so we see that there's this vast array of energy in 2024 is incredibly edgy. And so we're being pulled to the edges. So it will behoove us to remind ourselves that Pluto wants us to seek the wisdom through our wounding. He wants us to be revealing what it is and giving us that power reserve to be able to heal it. So it's the recovering of our soul. It's the reclaiming of stolen energy. This is big stuff. And so here we are in it. Pluto is front and center in 2024. And so when I go through the intuitive success types, I'm going to do it in just the same way I did these energies of the zodiac sign with the energies of what Pluto feels like. And so we have the range available to us. And always we have free will. We have choice. We get to choose how we are going to get through this year. Are we going to thrive, roll up our sleeves and say we're going for success and healing and inner wealth, or are we going to then get swept up with the overwhelm and the drama and follow somebody else's model, method, theory, beliefs, and just walk blindly to another and beat of someone else's drum? We get to choose, and when I look at the intuitive success types, getting a little bit deeper into the the energies that that you're entering the world with and entering your days with might be a little bit helpful to say those things that i just mentioned were wide sweeping and and worldview like this gets more personal so for the wise strategist the positive side is you have strategic access it's it's everything feels strategic big picture um you can beautifully step in as the advisor, the guide, the mentor. There's a gorgeous access for your instincts, your intuition, and your wisdom. And you are able to be open to your softer skills. And you can galvanize your resources for thought leadership. There's absolute healing just by you walking into a room with your strength and your calm presence. That's all positive. You can fill yourself at the core with, with going towards these types of energies. Now, how you can be pulled away from that is the wounding that that gets shown, the surface level bubbling up makes you feel really vulnerable and out of control. And that instability and inconsistency really hinders your ability to maybe step in to be more flexible. It will make you more rigid. And this, everybody's talking, 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 talking. Everybody wants to talk about things and you're wanting to just put your head down and focus and get things done. Sometimes the talking is gonna be really helpful. Sometimes taking that pause moment is gonna be beneficial to you because the healing, although it's messy, is really impactful and you can use it to heal things that go back, decades. Now for the intuitive visionary, you get to shine above all others. You absolutely adore the innovative idealism, the creativity, the the inventions, the scientific breakthroughs, the epiphanies, the, the plucking creativity from the sky. You are adoring that it's off the charts, You love the flexibility and being able to dance in the big picture. You love to look at things from that 30,000-foot view. You really align with the inclusion and the freedom, and you are ready for your brilliance and your genius to be known in the world. Really big, positive, sweeping energies for you. Now, what you want to be mindful of and really careful of is you actually don't want to dive that deeply. So you will do things to avoid that. You'll get busier. You'll be seeking distractions. You will, you know, instead of having the five big rocks that you're working on through the year, you'll have 25. You will be juggling things so much that you'll actually be missing pieces of things of, of, it could be that idea that could be the construct around it, could be the breakthrough that you've been looking for. You will be missing out on opportunities because you're going to want to skate on the surface. So allow yourself to take some breaks and to dive deeply. Give yourself some solace, some solitude, some time to reflect and contemplate. Really focus, I'm going to say it again, really focus because that's going to be critical because this can be a stellar year for you when you do that. Now that creative, that collaborative explorer, that collaborative explorer, this is your energy. 2024 in particular has your name on it. Literally the energy is all about collaboration and honestly, very few people are good at it. So the positive for you is you naturally know how to do that. You can you can collaborate, negotiate for win-win. You have the diplomacy and the tact. You have the grace and the style. You are able to see things clearly. You're able to appreciate the in-between between spaces, the energy this year is only going to help you do that. and in fact Pluto helps you see the hidden agendas. they help it they help Pluto helps make those hidden, hidden agendas obvious to others. so you don't have to be the only one heralding that, you know delivering that message and so that will be super helpful to you. However, you do need to speak up. You do need to roll up your sleeves and take ownership, not just leadership, but ownership. Like really wear your value and your gift in this area. It's a natural talent. You may be overlooking it, but it is, it is such your time to be able to be a star in this area. Now the negativity, this could be off-pitting. It's off-putting. It's almost assault an assault to your truth. You like the betterment of all. You love the compromise and the and the, the to use the words, the connection, collaboration. You love that win-win that you get from being part of, of a bigger community, a team, or a division, or a company, or a family, or a group. You really like that. And everyone is going to be triggered. So there's going to be a heightened emotional quotient that either can be positive or negative. And so for you feeling that, sensing that you're the one that knows before others do, you're like the canary in the coal mine for that piece. So for you to speak up and get others on board as quickly as you can is really going to benefit you. You might hesitate to do that because it is going to be such an assault on your senses. But the more you allow yourself to stand out, you can limit that infighting due to fear. You can be above that and make your voice be heard. And you can actually do that leadership that is, you're you so good at it. It's all up to you. Again, free will and choice is always at your fingertips it's what you're doing every day so allow yourself to roll up your sleeves and say okay i'll take i'll take the leadership role now for the ruling warrior positivity is win-win-win you uh, you actually adore to some extent this striving this focus this pressure this tension this this finally everybody's adulting you know they're taking responsibility they're doing their own thing or it becomes so incredibly obvious that they're not, that that just falls away from you. So you like that open lane. It's creating opportunities for you because people are falling by the wayside and you can fill that power vacuum. And so you wanna be keeping your focus on the long view, reaching that summit. You have the energy, you have the strength, you have the power. You adore the fact that riches and wealth is at your fingertips. It's so in sight that you are just, literally almost putting your blinders on and you're saying, okay, I'm going to get the win. I'm going to get the sale. I'm going to get the success. I'm going to get all the things. However, the negativity in that is the fact that you have your blinders on. It's the fact that you are disengaging and you're leaving others behind. You're almost too focused, becoming too goal-oriented and and self-centered. You're missing the journey. You're missing others. You're missing the engagement and connection. So you're going to be missing lots of opportunities. Okay. So now what about the creative superstar? The creative superstar, you love the creativity that's available. You can bask in it. You can, you can just taste it. It's all over the place for you. There's a depth with this energy, this texture, there's, there's an appreciation for art and for music and for theater and for drama and for, and for all of those gorgeous things that you just absolutely adore. The senses are heightened. The, the creative um, spiral is in play. That feminine energy is so necessary that people are starting to talk about it. You feel as if you are in pace with what's going on and that is luscious for you. You can lose yourself in that creative ecstasy and you're going to want to, because the the underbelly of this is that there's tremendous energy, absolutely such tremendous energy and pulling at such the extremes that you will fall into overwhelm. So you don't want to deal with it. And so you'll search for any means of escape. And that escape could be your creative ecstasy, which would be the positive side and way to use that, or it could be just escapism for escapism itself. So you can do it by pulling away, by becoming like paralyzed and not being able to take a step forward, by saying, I don't, I'm, I'm going to withdraw. It's too much. I just can't deal. It's going to trigger your um, tendency to be inconsistent and to create chaos in your life. And so there are so many triggers. You're going to want to then dip into that creative aspect, dip into the senses, dip into what you know works for you. Now, for the loving alchemist, this is your jam and so that kind of sounds kind of terrible when i say that but you adore the depth and the power and people are finally understanding what it means to to seek healing and to understand the mysteries and to and to really be able to dive so deeply and roll up your sleeves and just shed light on something to reveal it and then and then have the the um commitment and the fortitude to heal it this is your lane you love everything the complexities. You love that, that people are finally dealing with what you deal with every day, right? And every week and every month and every year, you've been living this your entire life. Your soul is at, at this depth. You know, I like to call it the ocean depth of challengers deep, right? And so, so you can think about that and you can say, okay, everybody is plunging into the depth right now. I will tell you, though, Pluto and Aquarius, yes, it's really cuspy, but there is a lot of surface level energy there because Aquarius is an air sign. So there is the tendency for that communication, for that analysis, for that investigation, for the detective work that you adore, too. So there's another layer of it that you're like, oh, this is fabulous. And people want to talk it out. People want to communicate. People want to resolve. People people are problem solving and they're looking for re- resolution and, and innovation. And you love that too. So what is the downside? Honestly, the only downside for you is that You can slip into fear. You're human. And with all the fear around, you're very empathic as well. And so you can be swept up in that. So what you're going to want to do is ensure that, hey, look, is this mine? Is it not mine? If it's mine, okay, I'll deal with it. If it's not mine, no, it's not just go away. That's one aspect of it. The other one is that you do have a tendency to be controlling because again, you feel things so deeply and you can see things that other people can see. You can feel it. You can know it and so you want to quote-unquote protect others you want to protect your loved ones and so you might hold on too tightly so just be mindful of that aquarius is freedom seeking so so your other loved ones are going to be pulling away and that's going to feel frightening to you breathe and allow it and you'll feel you'll find that you have more space to be deep more space to love more space to be intimate and that will feel really luscious for you so pluto Pluto for 2024. This is a big deal. Going it alone this year is not recommended and Yes, you may have really savvy business tools and you may have, you know, a coach or what have you, but understanding the complexities of the astrology and really having that support on that intuitive, mystical and healing side is imperative. It's so imperative that I have actually developed a stepping stone program that I never knew I would do. And that is available for only a few hundred dollars a month and it is delivered to allow you to fit it in your back pocket so that you can you can dip into it you can get everything that you need out of it and you can do it alongside any other things that are going on in your business, any other coaching you're having, any other program. So I've gone ahead and put the link in the show notes. You can check out the page, see if this is something that vibes with you. I've also, in the show notes, put the quiz link. Of course I did. And I did put a link to a forecast episode that we've done that is really helpful and gives you a wider view on the other energies. I just wanted to do a special one just for Pluto because it is just front and center. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more ways to use the stars strategically to align with your sole purpose, reclaim your power, and increase your prosperity. Please rate and review your favorite episodes, and remember to check out my website at kimwoods.com for my latest forecasts, articles, and offerings. To find out your intuitive success signature, take my 12-question Do You Know, Like, and Trust Yourself quiz and find out how you're living your stars at yourstarmaptosuccess.com. I've so enjoyed our time together as it's filled with the power of the stars plus strategy to clear the pathway to your success. Until next time, happy soul tidings.